Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventini Tab, back to Black and White Podcast. My name is Daniel Anigro, and I'm live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And today we have episode number 46. This is going to be the preview of Juve Roma, and we have a very special guest coming back um, to talk the first big test of the season. And even a couple weeks, you know, even if you look to next week, we're going to have Napoli as the uh, as the opponent. So it's definitely uh, difficulty quick and tough test for, for Pirlo. But um, we hope to get through them. Obviously, uh, Roma's having their own uh, issues uh, uh, as we speak. So they can't even figure out how to get a lineup out. But anyways, um, without further ado, uh, Felix, welcome back to the show, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me back, and uh, really excited to be back and talk a little bit about our beloved Juve and uh, just talk about tomorrow's game. Hopefully, yeah. it's going to be a win. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, it's going to be good to see an actual test, though, like an actual opponent. Um, I'm not saying that Samp was was uh, not the the greatest opponent, but, you know, they kind of were sitting back from what I saw. We'll get into that a little bit later, but, um, yeah, our fellow Juventino from uh, Nebraska, every time I look at my stats, I kind of know who's, who, who are the people watching. So I see Nebraska lighting up on my pod bean, uh, counter. Um, I still don't know who's from Virginia. So if you're from Virginia and you're watching, like shout out, like drop a comment. I want to know who this is because they're literally, there's tons of people. And I shit you not, Felix. There are tons of people from Virginia. Really? I don't know who they are because they've never – and maybe maybe I'm missing somebody, and I apologize if I am. But, um, yeah, let me know, guys. I want to know who this is. Um, it's just killing my brain. Like, every time I look at it, I'm like, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. No, it's not coming to my mind. So, all you Virginians out there, shout out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um and yeah keep supporting that's that's awesome um and again everybody keeps supporting i mean with this channel you know it's not like i said it started with the people in zagi post and it's just blown up um we're about i think eight followers shy of 400 around there uh on twitter so we're 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 doing well and we're i think we're about you know 22 away from 100 subscribers on youtube so Get on that, click subscribe. And guys, I've seen there's still there's just still a group that don't want to hit it. Just hit the hit the subscribe. It helps me so much. <laughs> I think it's like about sixty some percent are not subscribing. So we almost got like you know, hundred fifty people uh, out there watching the show. So um, guys, it, it would mean the world if you if you did subscribe and, and come along this journey with all of us and possibly get you on the show. But uh, that, that would be great if you could. And I hope you like this, the series that we've been doing uh, just recently of the season previews and those guests that we've had on, as well as some uh, other channels that you're going to be uh, listening to. Um, I think they're great accounts. Uh, La Vecchia Senora blog is, is, is a great uh, written digital format. And then you have uh, Daily underscore Juve who, uh, you know, he's a young kid. And uh, when I interviewed him, I couldn't believe he's, he's doing this at 15 years old. And wow. uh, just putting out videos, like I would have never thought of doing that. I, I, I definitely was way too shy at that point in my life uh, to, to think about doing this. 
and just putting that out to the world. And I mean, the guy's got more followers than I do for fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> he's killing it. So uh, shout out. Um, and I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, but again, so let's get right into the news. There's been a lot. Um, Kadira obviously been on the termination uh, radar, if you want to call it that. Uh, still hasn't yeah. been solidified, so we can't celebrate. We can't party yet, everybody. Um, free beers. If you come on the, if you're in Calgary on Kadira Out Day, uh, you will be. You will get a free beer from me. So, like I said, if you want to come to Calgary, I know it's far, but if you want free beer, you know where to find it. Um, but uh yeah hopefully that gets done uh soon um Rugani yeah, is probably gonna stay I, and the shield is probably be, gonna stay but go ahead I heard, yeah i heard it's gonna be uh like in five days or something like that i heard some yeah. people say that that he's gonna be out in five days hopefully because we will need to fill out a spot or something i mean he's not being naming any of the squads but still it kind of creates a i guess a, a bad uh, atmosphere if there's a player that everybody knows he's not supposed to be there and he's yeah. there so yeah. yeah I think just just rip the band-aid already I mean if he's not going to take a cut and you know he's not going to take a cut just give him the six million and tell him yeah to fucking and let him leave. go yeah let him like go. because it's getting ridiculous like um we're what we're 10 days to the end of Mercato approximately um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going to change in those 10 days. Just do it now. Uh, I, I guess I, I hope they're working really hard to see if someone wants them, but I just, when you're in this situation, I've said it before, you're really in a losing position because yep. all the teams know that you want to get rid of this guy. So they don't know. They're not going to give you anything. If they're going to sign him, they'll sign him, you know, after, after he gets cut. Right. So, and then they don't have to pay anything. So. Uh, that's kind of on that front. Uh, so no celebrations yet. The only really big variable I think is Douglas Costa, which I'm surprised Bernardeski is in one of those as well. But, um, I think, uh, his, um, his role is going to be, I guess, solidified as a left wing back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Felix, I don't know what were your thoughts when you heard that about Bernardeski playing as a left wing back. Well, he's, he has been tried in, in, pretty much all the positions right. you you can tell. You know, like he's played left wing, right wing, uh, CAM. He's played uh, some Mitsada too, and it hasn't worked. So I, I guess this would be his last chance to prove that he can, he can do something. Uh, and so if he does, I guess he can stay. If he doesn't, then that means we have to part ways as well and sell well, him to smaller may, team. Maybe he can become backup, backup goalkeeper. <laughs> to be soldier. Yeah, exactly. He can be the <laughs> he can be the boot shiner. Can <laughs> just polish the cleats on the bench. But no, it looks like so I mean he's picked up an injury now. I'm assuming that's why we're not really talking about him going. Yeah. I still think there's I mean obviously we got Piazza gone, but I still think there's a clog uh you know, you're not really going to have to worry about Cristiano getting subbed at all because that, we know that's not going to happen and so really, you have about like three players vying for uh, that right wing position, or you know, if if that's what we're gonna play. So really, I mean, I think Douglas Costa has to try and get dealt 
Um, again, if Bernardeschi's injury is somewhat serious, then I guess we're not going to – he's going to have to stay. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's looking like Alexandro DeCilio is going to be the uh, the left back. I, I see Frabotta probably getting pulled back a little bit, even though he's he's done really well uh, for his age. But I, I just think that's how it's going to be. Um, like we were talking about earlier before the podcast, the lineup's probably going to stay very similar. Yeah. Um, and really you're going to have Dybala as maybe an option. I, I hope that he's not really, I hope he's not risked because he deserves, you know, the time off. He was uh, crucial last season. And I think you got to, you don't want to rush players in. We rushed Chiellini back. Um, we rushed even Dybala back, uh, as we know in, in the Lyon game, he had to go off anyways. Um, and you just don't want to worry about re-injuring uh, these players when, when they're needed, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, Morata's going to be, uh, was part of the Convocati. Um, and we'll see if he gets his first start. We'll see if Artur gets his first start. Um Definitely going to be interesting now that we have all these players. What the the lineup's going to be, what the formation's going to be. Uh, obviously, this one it's pretty easy. What we're going to be, uh, you know, looking at. Like I said, it's it, it's probably going to be very similar. Um, but Kulusevski with his first goal in his first game, beautiful curve. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Juve Quiz 2.0, but I was definitely on it, uh, reacting live, um, and. I just I like seeing players who know how to hit the ball first time, like no hesitation, just went in there, struck the ball, and then it just shows the difference between him and Ronaldo, where Ronaldo just seems like he's hesitating way too much. And I mean, it could have just been one ba- a bad game, you know, start of the season. But for me, we got to get on to that first touch. When 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 players can do that, it seems like we're scoring goals all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes everybody by surprise. Yeah. Um, if, if you in- include that into your game, the opponent's not going to know what you're going to be doing. But uh, part of part of the problem that we had with Safi, and sorry that I bring him up, is that we were too predictable. Yeah. And uh, we got to be, we got to start changing that. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Felix. That's, that was huge. Um, that was, that, that was really like, one of one of if not the 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 biggest or second biggest up front we didn't know where to run it's like everybody was brain like everybody had a lobotomy before the game they don't know what the hell to do they don't know to run left right straight or sideways backwards forwards anywhere um to save their lives so uh, you know first game was good uh in terms of that i thought there was good movement um but yeah, Kulusevski getting his first goal in his first game, like other Juve legends such as Baggio, Vieri, Inzaghi, John Charles, Sivori. So he joins a pretty illustrious group. Uh, hopefully, he can continue on that. Uh, that would be awesome. As yeah. we all know, Luca Pellegrini joined Genoa on season long loan. As you guys might know, to my dismay, I mean, it is what it is, but I don't think it should have happened. Um, I think I, 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 I really highly doubt this attitude issue. Um, I don't know what your thoughts about that are, Felix. But So, Superlo kind of talked about it today, and he didn't refer to any attitude issues. And even if, if that was the reason, he was not going to say that. 
anyways. Yeah, um, but he did say that he needed to uh, he needed to play more regularly, and he wasn't going to be playing regularly at Juve. Yeah, and that he needed to be ready for the Euro next year. So, which you know, it's kind of like a boilerplate kind of response where yeah. you have to say the right thing, but. Right. Some of us are disappointed, but to be honest with you, he wasn't he wasn't that good last year. So if if yeah, if that sure serves enough. as a comfort for everybody to hey he's he's not a big deal yet, so don't worry. Well, like we'll, I was we'll telling everybody last year, I mean, if you looked at the stats, and I know I know he was injured. Alexandro performed better, I would say, maybe mm-hmm. not maybe not in the goals category. But um, definitely stats-wise, defensively, defensively, yeah. and you know tactically, I think he played. He had a better season. I just yeah. I don't like the way you know, it all happens. You know, we get this under twenty-three player. Maybe that's my, you know, old Juventus mind kind of thinking. Uh, you know, not necessarily not to bring the 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 young players in, but we have this Shilio who clearly everybody could see out. And sure, that's fine. Bring in the young guy, but. You know, use them as as your like as your depth. So, whether that be Pellegrini is your backup, and and you can or you can move him on the right side if we need him, it would have been nice to have. Um, I just I, I I see a young player, a potential, even someone to fight. And it's funny as 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 much as me and Al go back and forth about you know who we think is better, and you know Al thinking that he was gonna take over his role by like the third week or whatever he said. <laughs> now he's gone. So no, it's to me you got to have the right players in the right spot. And I don't mind if Alexandro was 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 getting you know. And now they're talking about Telas Telas from, which I thought was signed by PSG. Um, I don't know how, when that didn't go through. Maybe that was just a rumor, but I swear somewhere they wrote like about two weeks with le- two weeks left in the season. They were like, yeah, TELUS is signed for the PSG. So uh, I don't know. I guess he's still available. Um, yeah, yeah, he is available and he's really good. Yeah, but the, see, the thing is, I don't know. When you, when you look at uh, Portugal, right? It's a different league, you know. It's, I mean, Alexandra was in that same position, you know, lighting it up. So, what's to say that we bring in Telus and we don't get the same thing? Maybe even less defensively sound as, as Sandro is. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, twenty-five million. It's like we're trading, you know, two used cars that have similar value. Is it really worth making the swap? You know, we have something here that works. Is it really going to bring us? And, I mean, it's possible. I just don't know who's in the market for Alexandro, right? I mean, there's so many rumors out there. Well, he's injured now, so. Well, so. I, I mean, I think it's only going to be for, what, a month? I think it was. So, uh, that's, yeah, there's your doubt there. But, ah. Um, it's tough. I mean, we got to get rid of players too, right? Like, where's the the money coming from? So Douglas Costa is going to have to go. And I mean, yes, they've been talking about wolves and this and that. And, you know, also the Shilio's rumored with this. And so and so, man, you wants Kadira. 
like honestly, who do we pay to say to like we got to be paying teams? Like we got to be paying journalists to be putting these stories out because really, <laughs> who is asking for Kadira? Like why is like I have a, my my best friend's a Man U fan, and I told him about that one, and he says no way in hell. <laughs> He's shocked with the midfield they have now as is. I mean they got Bruno Fernandes and. And a couple other pieces, Pogba, uh, but he's like, "We're gonna add Kadir." Like, are you sh- are you shitting me? <laughs> well, they have Matic. Well, there you go. Right, so it's like, I-, I I don't know who who puts this shit out. I really don't. I don't get it. <laughs> they just um, make up. And then well, they, exactly, right? It, and, it, and if they're right, they're gonna say, "Oh, I was right," and then they're gonna quote their tweet and say, "Oh, we were right." And then when they're wrong, they. They just you don't hear anything. Yeah. Exactly. That's my problem with, you know, the market and the transfer talk that goes on. And it's just like, it's literally, um, you know, he did say it was the right thing to do to send Pellegrini on loan. I don't know. I get what you're saying with that one. Deshidio's available. Like, <laughs> if you say... It's the right thing to do so he gets a chance to go play, right? And it's like... You can't honestly tell me that he didn't find, especially now, like you said, that Alexandro's gone. I don't know. <laughs> Again, with the team, we, we've been doing that for years now, so well, we shouldn't be at surprised. least sell them. Then, like to me, it w- it would have been more of a telling sign if they were like Genoa, pay for him, give us thirty million, forty million. And he's yours. I would have taken. I would have said, "Okay, you know what? That tells me that he's not good enough, and you know we're gonna recoup something from him. Someone else can use him." But to just send him on loan again, like, what do they expect? Are they waiting till the market gets better so they can do that? Maybe, but I don't know. I'm just I'm hating the situation right now. It's it's really. Uh, <laughs> It's just tough to, you know, see the division, right? Like, if, if, if this guy is supposed to come in and he's going to give you depth and now all of a sudden you're going to lean back on DeShilio, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Um, but obviously they've been working good. Um, and, and technically, and the players have seemed to have liked what he's, he's, uh, he's bringing to the, the pitch. Obviously, if you've heard of Ramsey's comments saying oh, – yeah. They're having more fun now. Um, Dybala has obviously made the convocati. I like I said, I hope he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't make the squad or doesn't play tomorrow. Um, yes, like you said, Artur, a long time of inactivity. But I, I don't know. I, I think that might be a little bit of reluctance, and I hope that doesn't turn in, like I said, into an Allegri thing, uh, where he stops playing. You know, certain players. Uh, because they're not ready or he doesn't have faith in them. So, right. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, I doubt that we do that um, just because of the amount of money, the amount of money that we, that we spend on Arthur. Yeah. So True. I don't think that's going to happen. And I'm, he's going he's gonna to be playing out there. And he, when he gets the chance, he'll have to play good to keep playing. Kind of like, I don't know if you remember when we had uh, Patrice Evra. Yeah. And then Alexandra at the same time when Evra got injured and then we put in Alexandra for a little bit 
and he did really good. And that's how he actually got the position. Yeah. Um, playing really good. So he's going to be – he's going to have to do something similar to that to get a, get a starting spot. Yeah, true. True enough. Um, we'll see. But I, I was happy with Frabota. Like I said, it's uh, it, it, it it's a bright spot to actually see some youth coming in. Yeah. And, um, you know, actually getting a chance to show their skill. And that I have no problem with. Um, that I have no problem at all. I just – I hope it's it's not like what Alexandro experienced, and then you know you get someone who's reliable, and then you lean on him like a crutch, and then you burn the yeah. guy out like <laughs> what we've seen in the past two years, and it's just you know then you get into you get more problems than 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 uh, than successes. So obviously yeah. we needed Juan Cuadrado to take his uh, Italian exam to obtain citizenship <laughs> because of the stupid. Well, in, in that case, he for him it doesn't matter because the actual rule is uh, two. You you can sign two non non European players yeah. per transfer window, so it doesn't even matter if he had the citizenship or not for for that particular reason. Um, he, it does create some value. Uh, because if any other team in Europe wants him and there is a similar rule, now he's a European player. Right. So so he has more, I guess, more value, quote-unquote, because yeah. he's a European player now. So. Well, it just seems like, you know, all of these players are now <laughs> – it's like not, now that's the main thing. It's like get an EU passport when it's like you should have done this shit a long time ago, you think. Yeah. Obviously, it was nice to hear of, from Morata, Morata. Obviously, if you guys haven't heard his his, his press conference, um, but main quote I would like to take away from it was when you've been to a place that feels like home, you can't wait to go back. And hopefully, Pogba says the same thing next year. Next year, <laughs> next well, uh, free he, transfer. He, he needs to start playing better. Today, he was awful. Yeah, yeah, he's Sorry. had a couple awful games now, right? Yeah. Obviously, the Crystal Palace, I believe he was subbed at halftime, I want to say. Um, yeah, by Van de Beek. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, I'll take him back in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't I know. Too. I don't know why there's so many people against it. Um, high salary, maybe. He's got a really high salary. Yeah, so. but you're not paying nothing. You're not paying anything for him. Like, you're, you're getting him for free. That's like a double discount, man. Again. Like, it's yeah like i mean i i still think man is gonna sign him i think the the marketing value is probably gonna be way too high for them to let go and especially if they let go let him go again for free like just the whole like social media around that is just gonna be (laughs) brutal but i i would love to see that i think he adds such a such when you when you can get him a proper midfield that you know in a proper system um that isn't the shit show that is manu um he understands and and when you give him the space you know we're gonna have players like McKenny and we're gonna have players like uh you know bentoncourt and we're gonna have players obviously you got rabio like if they can kind of hold down the fort and allow him to do his thing and kind of go up and attack and, you know, get involved in the attacking play. It's going to be exactly like the way we had him before. You know, he had guys like Marquisio, Vidal, 
um, you know, Pirlo to make the decisions and, and, and be, if you take, the, if you just allow Paul to be Paul, that's when he shines. When you give him the spot, he's one of those players and there's, there's lots of guys that have been, you know, legends that really, when you take away that spotlight, you know, the, the, the main focus, they can just do what they need to do. Um, you look at David Villa, you know, just Messi was the main focus, but look how many goals he could score at Barcelona. He wasn't, uh, and just the system worked, right? They, he was built in a system where uh, you didn't really have your, you know, you had your uh, a false nine, so to speak, but who was David Villa before before Barcelona? I mean, sure, he played for, for, for various clubs, but I, I think when you have like i said when you take the main role off of of certain players it just is like the weight is off their shoulder so i, I think you didn't realize that was going to happen when he went to man u and that's why he's been struggling so much but to say he's not talented is just blasphemy you've seen it yeah, all yeah. when 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 he's been here and to say he's been downgraded is uh, would you say the same thing that cristiano's downgraded because he's hasn't put up the same numbers that he did at Real Madrid. I mean, what's, you know, where's the line, right? So, yeah. I mean, to me, I would take it in, like, no hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation whatsoever. Um, but that's pretty much it. Obviously, Dybala is going to be back on the bench. Morata is going to be on the bench. Uh, and then the same players that haven't been, you know, are Alexandro Delict, Kadir, and Bernadeschi. Like we've all talked about before. Um, obviously, we're in Rome tomorrow at the Stadio Olimpico, uh, September 27th, 12.45 for me. Uh, varying times around the U.S., obviously, uh, you know, 1.45 for you tomorrow, Felix. Yep. Um, obviously, we're in first place. I hope so this early. Uh, three <laughs> points. There's not really much to talk about. The only really notable thing is Roma's loss, uh, which was a draw. Um, because they fielded an active player, uh, I believe it was Diawara was supposed yeah, to be on yeah. the. Uh, he was supposed to be on the senior squad, but he was still listed as a U23 player, even though they apparently had enough room on the senior squad. So, yeah. I don't know. That's a train wreck. They lose. Uh, they essentially get docked two points uh, and end up at the bottom of the table and a three nil loss. So. They have no goal scores, technically speaking. Um, yeah, three all, yeah, exactly. So that could be uh, crucial. And again, it puts them on the uh, wrong foot. What I haven't talked about, which was weird, because I had been touting this player to come to Juve for so long, and I didn't even mention him, you know, getting the injury, maybe because it was on international duty. But Zaniolo, Zaniolo is obviously out. Um, yeah. That was really sad to see because I had hoped that he'd come uh, to Juve, but that's technically not going to be the case. Um, but they have a whole bunch of players that won Jesus, Olsen, Perotti, and, and, and Pastore. Game time decisions for Bruno Perez and Fazio. Um, so potentially could be still in. And uh, for us, again, I've mentioned the players that are not going to be in. Um, but just in the last few games, obviously – for us, come, what comes to mind is the 3-1 loss we had at home to Roma in the last game of the season, which really didn't mean anything. We, we had, a, 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 if not a, 
a full zombie lineup um, yeah. that whole game. And then we did beat Roma 3-1 in the Coppa Italia earlier, which was all the way back in January. I believe it was the 22nd. And then in that same January, we had beaten Roma on the, on the road uh, 2-1. So that's pretty much it for the match facts, guys. Um, prepare for tomorrow. Um, what did you think before we kind of, you know, talk about formations, how did you think the team played in the last game against Samp and, and what were some key things you took out of it, uh, Felix? Well, the, the main thing, well, first of all, I think the team played really well, uh, compared to all of the presentations right. that we had last year. Uh, but the main thing that, uh, that I kept with me was that the players were doing, uh, what they were asked for. They were, they were definitely doing um, what the coach was asking them to do. They were moving in certain ways that I hadn't seen them before. Uh, one, of, one example of that would be the, the, right wing, the right wing back and the left wing back. They would, they would actually uh, go into the hole and be all by themselves. So whenever there's pressure on one side, we had the opportunity to, to uh, change the, the game, send, send the ball to the other side. Uh, that was one thing that was really good because you can relieve pressure uh, like that. Right. Uh, the other thing was we wanted to have the ball all the time, uh, which is good. That, that, create, that makes us create more opportunities. That makes us play in the attacking half as well. Yeah. And by that, we make our, I guess, our strongest player uh, more lethal because the more chances you give him, he can miss 10 chances, but he's going to score two yeah. or he's going he's, he's gonna to score eventually. So uh, that's, that's another thing that I saw that we were playing to his trends. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. That I, was, I, and, and, and defensively, just to kind of like um, close on that thought, I, I thought we were pretty strong. I think our defenders are suited. To play yeah. in a back three, Kalini's really strong in that back three. Bonucci right. is basically, basically a back oh, yeah. a back three defender, definitely, because he he's a passer. He he uh, he controls the game in the back. He also plays the long ball too, which is yeah. something we didn't see with Sarri, and that's one of his strong uh, uh, part of the game. So I'm glad to see that coming back. He's not a strong defender whatsoever, right. but if if we let him play how he plays, he can be he can be good for us. Yeah, I agree. He just gets a lot more support now. I think I think towards the end of the game we were getting a little bit of little a little rusty, but I mean that's like I said that's it's expected. It's the first game back of the season. You have yeah. new players in there, new formation. New, oh, New formation, new philosophy. Well, not necessarily new philosophy, but, you know, different style, you know, getting used to it again, um, right. coming back. So, I mean, again, we, we played a pretty good game. Uh, lots to improve on. But uh, for, you know, coming back and win, winning 3-0, I think it was uh, a good performance. But uh, for me, you know, Bonucci gets that comfort, you know, when he, when, when he has other people to rely on. Yeah. Um, he gets a sense of comfort, and I think that's really all that that it takes for him when when he's when he plays with some other players that maybe he's not as familiar with, or um, 
you know, believes that has his back. That's kind of what – I mean, he did make a couple of stupid mistakes in the, in the second yeah. half. and he's going to continue to do that. Right. So, so it's, it's something that, you know, you're going to see. But, um, yeah, like you said, those long balls were just uh, – I mean, such a – and I was saying that towards the end of the last season, uh, or, I mean, obviously a few months ago. But we're seeing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, not like at a particularly uh, – great level but if you remember the you know even the pianist long ball to i believe it was ronaldo yeah. um, just unbelievable so you could see how it, and that's kind of something i wanted to you know really for us to work on because it's going to help you unlock uh, defenses so much easier because now it's just another thing they got to worry about okay you can put it over the top you might be able to put it in the wings okay you got really quick players you guys know how to play the ball the ball is moving quick accurately uh and on the feet i mean okay so are they going to come from the wings they're going to come through the middle they're going to come over the top from the back when you got to make when you have to make teams think about what and, and unsure of what they're up against that's how you take advantage of teams so again another you know tool on the belt is is, is never a negative in in my book so no it was definitely nice to see um with roma i think we're going to get a similar a formation i think i think yeah. they're also going to be at three in the back and um their new signing uh marash kumbula is going to have a is going to have his start uh, which it'll be interesting to see how he fares against uh, our lineup because i know we were linked a little bit there was a lot of teams linked to him a uh, young prospect yeah. mancini as well who's i think he's a pretty uh pretty decent defender from atalanta previously and even as round Ibanez, there we go. Yeah, I'm just. No, I don't know. Fine. I'm off. I'm off tonight, guys. I, I work like a dog today, and I'm just. I'm, I'm. Felix is holding it together. He's holding it together. But obviously, Santon is going to be uh, in the four with Pellegrini, Veretout, and Spinazzola, our old, our old guy that we wanted, that we all wanted, and he's been playing good. I mean, and he he's one of their strengths. You oh, gotta yeah, watch definitely. out for him because he's gonna be playing basically in that right side where we have yeah. Danilo Cuadrado. <laughs> so I we gotta watch out for him because he he can play with the left foot and the right foot. He's he's pretty good and he's athletic yep. and big. So yeah, exactly. You gotta watch out for that guy. And then again, so the way they have these formations, like I said, it's gonna be a three-four-two-one. I mean, you could technically call that a three-four-three. Three. Um, yeah. But you're gonna have Pedro and uh, Mkhitaryan in behind Jeko as as the top number nine. Another dangerous guy. Yeah, exactly. Who we almost had our hands on, but yeah. uh, it's just funny how things work. Of how we were linked, and then the way the schedule came out. Um, obviously, on the bench they have a guy named Kaya Fiori, who is uh, obviously an unbelievable fullback. Um, some other websites were saying he was going to start, which uh, I was kind of surprised because of the, the names they have. But definitely, I mean, you know, pick up that guy, Juve, if that's – I mean, he had a great game against us in the la – like last season, the, the 3-1 yeah. loss. Um, we were great, linked great. to him for a little bit, I, I remember. For sure, for sure. Um, and then for us, three four one two or three five two, whatever the hell you guys want to call it, um, or five four one, whatever, <laughs> whatever names you want to use. 
Um, technically, it's, it's, it is all the same. Um, tech and goal, uh, Danilo Bonucci Chiellini. Uh, I can't believe we're still doing that. But anyways, Danilo Bonucci Chiellini, uh, Quadrado as your uh, right side, right mid, right wing back, whatever you want to call it. McKenny Rabio Frabotta with Ramsey as your number 10, and then Kulusevsky and Ronaldo uh, up top, which is interesting. I think Kulusevsky added a lot. I think I, I think for me, he was, he was probably the, a little bit better than, than, than Ramsey was. Ramsey was linking up well, but he also was fouling like crazy in that game against Sam. So that was really the only negative because he was – I mean, I was shocked. He, uh, the way some of the tackles he was going in, I was like, relax. Like, it's only the first half. Like, <laughs> uh, but it's good to see. I mean, he's got the energy. Yeah, and he, he's not getting hurt. Him, so, yeah, it's good to see him, like to see see him healthy. But I'm, I'm guessing you're not surprised about the lineup, are you, Felix? <laughs> no, the only thing that I think I, it would, would change, I, I, it would be uh, maybe Rabiot's. Would be out and Bentancur in, but we don't know that yet because in the interview yeah. uh, from the past game, Pirlo uh, P- mentioned that uh, yeah. that Bentancur had a knock or something, so that's oh, okay. why he didn't start. Um, again, he's he's new to the job; he's probably saying all the correct things. Right. Um, but we might see Bentancur tomorrow, right next to McKinney. Yeah, and exactly. if you if you notice in that last game um, or, or first game, I guess um, Bentancur actually was the one that created that opportunity yep. of goal for Ronaldo. He passed it to Ramsey. Ramsey takes it, passes it to Ronaldo. So um, I think Pirlo will notice that and give him more time. In this yeah, game. exactly. And. I mean, for me, I'm still not 100 on this formation. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen on, on Twitter, but I posted my ideal 11. I still think we should go 4-2-3-1. Um, and I think it even works even better now that we've added Morata to the squad. Um, I just think you can have the likes of Kulusevski, Ronaldo, Dybala, Morata. And then for me, I think... Ideally, you're going to want to have Artur and Bentancourt starting. Um, but that's just me. I don't know. Everybody's got a different opinion on that. But I, I think those two guys have to be your starters. In this formation, you get a little bit more freedom. But uh, that also doesn't take into account what happens when Dybala comes back um, and where he slots. And we'll see if he gets any time tomorrow. Um, yeah. But what do you th- what do you think your uh, you know the keys to the match uh, for tomorrow are, Felix? Well, on the defensive side, I think we need to contain Spinazzola. Yeah, I think he's a dangerous guy from Roma because uh, Roma is a it's kind of like a strange team because because they they play to their strength, but they can be really dangerous. They push forward a lot. They like playing in, in the sides and then come in and give dangerous uh, crosses to yep. Seiko. Uh, and Seiko is a guy that if he has an opportunity to score, he will score. Exactly. Um, so basically containing Spinazzola, uh, having a talk before the game with Danilo and telling him, hey, this guy's dangerous. Be oh, careful yeah. with it. Huh. Yeah, it's, 
and then uh, just making sure that the center backs are communicating well and covering that area where Seco can be really dangerous. I think that's the key defensively. And in the attack, I think we need to score first and uh, score as many as we can. And then close the game, close the game, control the game. And we've done it a lot of times against Roma before where we score a couple goals, we control the game, and it all goes well. It doesn't feel like a – like a big game, you know, sometimes. But they they can be really dangerous, uh, despite having a bunch of injuries or or anything like that. We They have Mkhitaryan and Pedro, which are pretty quick. And uh, they cra- they're crafty, too, so they can create something out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, so that's – we got to watch out for those guys, too. I think I think we can – we can win as easily, I guess. You can call it that. Yeah, but we need to do the right things. We can't give them the opportunity to score, especially playing away. Yeah, so it's uh, I agree a hundred percent with your with your analysis there on on the containing you know the wing and obviously you know really not giving Jekyll enough chances. You know, don't let the defect the flat because I mean he's good holding up the ball. So yeah, and it seems to find the ball finds his foot somehow or another so uh, for me again you know nullify the wing play nullify any any and and what that means on our front as well is from what I noticed in the last game is making sure the passes are crisp and we're not giving the ball away easily yeah especially from the center backs exactly and you know even McKenney and you know like I said they're gonna make mistakes it's the first game of the season McKenny Ramsey, even Rabio, you know, they made a couple, you know, foolish mistakes um, that better teams are going to take advantage of. So we got to, we got to crack down on that, you know, like, but again, it's, it's simple things, right? It's, it's never, you know, really that complicated on what you have to do. So just stop making the mistakes. Um, I think on the offensive side, I think we have to have more legs in this game. It seemed like about 35 minutes uh, into Samp, we were kind of, you know, not gas, but we, we 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 took the foot off the gas a little bit, and then towards the end of the game, toward into the second half, it didn't really build up again. I didn't see, so I, I and I'm not saying that it's 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 practical or reasonable to say these guys are going to be pressing for 90 minutes, but I'm saying, you know, a good chunk of the second half, good chunk of the first half, you you got to be on. If that's the style you're going to play, you have to be on for it. You got to be on for the majority of the time. So yeah. I thought there was a little bit of law. Like I said, first game of the season, I understand. But we got to keep amping that up every game uh, as we go forward. So it's just got to be, you know, more consistent, more consistent, more consistent. That's going to win us more chances. Clearly, you know, even the, the times that we did in, in the game against Samp, they lose the ball. You have opportunities. And again, Ronaldo's got to be more clinical this game. Way more clinical. You can't be taking 10 shots and scoring one goal. I'm sorry, that's just not good enough. Um, Cuadrado needs to find Kulusevsky. Uh, because if I see him look off Kulusevsky another time and he doesn't give him the damn ball, I'm going to throw my box through the fucking TV. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Um, I literally, like, I was shocked how much they were, like, 
and good on Graham in the in La Panquina for for noticing. But it was like every time it's he was he had it a little bit easy because his stream was ahead of ours. But um, so he noticed that, and it was just like so obvious every time. He just kept missing him. He was what he was making a run, making a run, making a run. Kulusevski and just Cuadrado wouldn't give him the ball. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, um, a lot. Of, he does that a lot of times. He he yeah, he wants much. to. He wants to, I guess, do the correct thing. Yeah. But he he can't think fast enough to yeah. to do the correct thing. Yeah, and I, and I find that's a that's a lot of our struggles. Like even you know Ronaldo, he's got to get rid of the ball quicker. He holds on way too long. Um, there was times where Frabotta was even getting him behind, wasn't giving him the ball. We just if we're gonna get into this distribution game, everybody's got to be on. And like you said, if if Cuadrado gets those balls out, Ronaldo distributes. You know, all these guys make the right. You know, you know, first time. Like I said, getting back to first time. You know, quick, 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 quick. That's how you take advantage of teams' weaknesses. And I find that's why we 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 lack a lot of chances because we're just we're trying. I almost think it's like you, we're trying in our heads. We're like, okay, we got to make this perfect play, and okay, let's think about setting up. And then, okay, well, that doesn't work. Okay, that lane. Okay, that took too long there. Okay, it took too long there. And then we get dispossessed. So that's what we got to work on. Um, we've made, we were making good runs, and don't get me wrong, we've we had some really good plays, and Ramsey made some really great passes, some really nice through balls. But there was times where if we have a good team who knows how to sit back and, you know, clog holes, we're going to get found out. Uh, so we're not in the clear yet. Uh, and I think this will be a key game, like I said. We'll see what Roma has to offer. I think they're going to be motivated because, you know, they just gave away three points for uh, a stupid decision. Um, but for me, what do you th- – what, what, well, we'll go to you first because you're the guest. Uh, what's your prediction for the game, uh, Felix? Uh, I think it's going to be uh, 2-0 to you. 2-0. Okay. I see it closer. I'm going to go 2-1. Who are your scorers? I think Ramsey's going to score and Ronaldo. Okay, I agree. I think Ronaldo's going to score again. I'm going to stick with a PK. Um, and just because I have to, just to troll. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think Ronaldo will score. I think Kulusevski's actually going to get another goal this game. Um, Hopefully. I would root for that. And that would be sweet. So I think I'm going to go 2-1. I think Jekyll's going to get a goal for Roma. Um, a lot of people have been saying I'm a closet Roma fan. I mean, it is kind of technically in my DNA. My gen- my heritage <laughs> is technically from Lazio. So, and in and around Rome. So, anyway, yeah. shout out to uh, Rose. Shout out to Anto. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so that that's pretty good. Obviously, we've you've done me a huge favor. You've done my job for me, and you know you asked the audience for questions and even a special WhatsApp group that is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> favorite, but, yeah, my favorite WhatsApp group. Yeah. But, so uh, got, yeah, go ahead, man. So I've got a couple of questions from the guys. I'm looking them up right now. Yeah, and I'll get, I think I got a couple on my uh, on my kind of schedule that I had posted. Um, while well, right you look, here. oh, go ahead. Whatever, if you hey. want to go first, go ahead, my buddy. Yep, that's fine. So uh, Michael, he was asking, uh, with the new midfield that we have now, what's your ideal and important, realistic 
midfield. So what's, what would be your midfield? My midfield. So thank you, Michael. Netherlands, uh, always a good chat. <laughs> um, but I think for me, like I said earlier, I, I would almost move down to a 4-2-3-1. So that's going to be, t- I mean, whatever you want to consider them, a 2 and a 3. Um, with Dybala being your attacking mid, obviously Kulusevski right mid, if you want to call it that, left mid, left wing, Ronaldo, Morata up top. But then you're going to have, I think, personally, you got to have your best players, your most talented players. you got to have Artur and you have to have Bentancourt. I know it's going to be. I know people are going to say, oh, you're not going to give these guys a chance, whatever. To me personally, I think that's what I see as my best lineup. So that's, that's what I'm going to go for. Who knows? We might if we're gonna stick with this three at the back, we might never even see a four again for this whole yeah, year. I don't think that's gonna happen. No. So if, if we win games with three in the back, yeah. don't which, even think about which it. Which I don't I don't I don't criticize because I get it. Like when things are going right, you gotta keep building off of your right. your success. You don't wanna and he even said it in his interview, right? So you don't wanna fucking mix shit around when you don't need to. Don't well, we were saying before, even when Saudi was using four three three. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, I mean, just keep going with it. If it's working, it's working. So, but that would be my that that's my thoughts on on that. What about you, Felix? I'm gonna go with a different kind of answer. I would say I don't know. I'm just gonna <laughs> throw here low in this one. There you go. Whatever that's... whatever works, I'm good with it. I'm not gonna pick and choose. Yeah. Um, well, I think we have. We have quality in the midfield. I, oh. I, I, I just think we had a really bad coach last year. So, um, the, w- what we think of the of the midfield, yeah. and we have in our minds last year, yeah. where we had Kabira, we had Matuidi, Pjanic. We don't even have those guys anymore. We have two new new younger guys, um, and so our our midfield is better than what we think. So we could be. I would certain- agree. I would agree. And we also have Kulusevsky, which yeah. can be deployed as a 10. So. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Alrighty. Next question. So I got another question from Yumaid. Uh, I think that's his, that's how I asked him how to pronounce his name, but uh, I can't remember right now, but it's, I think it's Yumaid. Yeah, I think um, you got it right. Okay. Shout and, out. Uh, he was, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, shout out, Muddy. Shout out. Thank you for the question. I appreciate it. Yeah. And then he was asking about Bentancur uh, not being a regular starter this season, maybe. Uh, do you think it will hinder his development, and could he possibly be sold next season? Well, that, that's, that's a good question, and I think it's been – it's rightfully so brought up because, you know, we see McKenney and, and Rabiot and – you know, even we don't even see Artur starting. Maybe that's fitness, whatever. But there could be a real mix-up now. Like you said, if we keep winning, what yeah. happens, right? So do, do you shake that up? So that that's really going to be – it's going to be determined over the next, you know, coming weeks. But, you know, it's weird how we went from how high Bentoncourt was at the start of, uh, of the restart and kind of he seemed to lose it a little bit, lose a little bit, lose a little bit towards the end. And now we're questioning, is he even going to get into the 11? Now, I think he should. But, yeah, I mean, that those are questions that need to be asked. But, I mean, it's always a good problem to have. You know, when you have players, yeah, you know, that, that you have, you know, too many mid that, like, you can trust in a whole bunch of midfielders. Yeah. But, 
now he's going to have to maybe prove something more than, than what he already has. Obviously, new coach. Uh, so we'll see yeah, what happens, guys. That's a great question. Yeah, it's good competition, definitely. And they, uh, it's good for, for the team because they, they have to prove themselves. It's kind of when I was talking to you about Arthur. Yeah. If he wants a spot, he needs to come in whenever the coach gives him the opportunity right. and prove that he can play. If he can do that, he's going to start games because he's, he's the most expensive midfielder yeah. that we have. That so. is true. Yep, that is true. And I think, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where we go, guys. We'll see where we go. That's it's, it's kind of a. I mean, next year, I think we're still technically going to be hindered by COVID, so we're not out of the woods yet. I think you know, revenue numbers will still be down. You know, attendance numbers will still be down. We're not going to be like it's not going to be zero, and then markets like through the roof again. Yeah. So you got to see what's what the, you got to see what the market is for players. How has he been playing? Has he really been a regular? Has he show? Has he improved from what we've seen before? If all those things, you know, if, if he hasn't improved, uh, he still has value. You probably consider it, right? But uh, we'll have to wait into that more until we see, you know, uh, those things come up. But great question, my I appreciate it. Yep. And then I have I had a question myself to you. Uh, hey, do you think? Uh, Dybala's going to play, and if so, or do you want him to play tomorrow? Okay, so tomorrow I would say no. Um, will he play? It's a good. You know what's funny thing? When I've said it's not going to happen, it happens when it says, you know, always vice versa. So um, I was thinking he was going to play in the Lyon game. Um, he ended up did playing, but he wasn't. I mean, obviously we don't know what the doctors are saying. We don't know the exams, the result of the exams, how he feels, all this stuff. It's all speculation. So when you see him in the lineup, you're thinking, okay, well, is he 70%? Is he 60%, 100%, 95%? We don't know. I mean, I wish they were like – I wish it wasn't just as black as black and white as he's in or he's out. So um, I don't know. Pirlo's going to have an idea. I'm sure his staff's going to have an idea. But I wouldn't risk it. It's not worth it. Not against yeah, Rome, not not this early. I mean, if we look like shit tomorrow, I mean, then maybe you consider it against Napoli because you need a spark or whatever. But no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see you risking. It's not worth. It's, it's not worth the uh, what he brings to us in the long run. That we, that even shows that we missed because we didn't have him against Lyon. So yeah, it just shows how much how much players are worth to you and you need them at the right time. And then when you don't have them at the right time, you know, you face the consequences. So uh, for me, I think, no, uh, I don't, I don't, maybe even, I mean, if you're trending towards the 90% or higher, then maybe you give them a little bit of a run out, see how the game is. If we're up, maybe you throw them in, but I don't know. I don't risk it. I, I think we have too much quality in this team and the way we showed in the first game that uh, we don't need to to risk it at all yeah i think he might get get a chance to play for like 10 minutes if we are winning by the 80th minute and we just kind of want to throw him in there just to kind of like run around a little bit get some fitness Um, from the yeah just to get some game live action so maybe like that um but i don't see him 
being a crucial sub tomorrow or anything like that. I don't think he's going to start at all. So, uh, yeah. Morata, I think he's going to play. Yeah, I, I think he he'll might, get He might come ball. in for a Kulusevsky, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, we might be in the watch out for that. Yeah, I think he's more likely to come in um, in terms of who you bring on. Um, I'm hoping we get to see Artur in the second half. Uh, or whenever. Um, it was weird because we usually last year, we got to like the 60th minute and then Sadi makes like three subs. And then like it's every 60th minute he comes with the subs. So when the 60th minute came and we didn't have any subs, I was kind of like, hey, what the fuck is going on, Pierre? Yeah, like, that, that reminded me a little bit of Allegri, actually. He yeah, used to so, do that a lot. So we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, it's all going to be dependent on the game tomorrow. I got a couple questions, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, from that one, um, from that same kind of post. Obviously, uh, I appreciate all the support, guys. Thank you um, for posting. Obviously, with Emerson Palmieri, with strong rumors apparently to Juve, um, do you think he'll keep insisting, Pirlo being him, uh, keep insisting on Frabotta as the second left back? And do you think Alexandro will stay? So you'll get to answer those because I said the question. <laughs> first. Well, I, from what we learned from the first game, I think Pirlo is going to do whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to play Frabota over Emerson Palmieri, uh, he's going to do it. He played Frabota over the Shiglio, Yeah. which you, you want to say, oh, the Shiglio, it's whatever. But Frabota hadn't even played in the first team, like he had played last year for a game, but, that's it. Yeah. And he just went up, he just went ahead and started him. So he's just yeah. going to be that kind of coach, I guess, where he just, if he thinks he's right, he's just going to do it. He's not going to ask questions. Yeah. I don't know if he was listening to Juve Twitter or what, but I don't, I don't know if that, maybe that was what guided him. But it was definitely a shock when I saw that on uh, on the uh, you know we were I was prepared obviously I was trying to get content out that morning, hearing about Pellegrini and then all of a sudden we're we're preparing to get the uh, La Panquina going and then it's like shit Frabotta's yeah. coming in what the hell's going on so I mean I don't think Alexander's going he is injured so it's going to be tough to get you know I think it's about a month. So he, he he's gonna be he's gonna be injured until the window's done, or the window will be a pat will have passed. Um, in terms of Palmieri, I I think he was always a decent option. Now he's he's not. I I don't think he's that good, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I thought I thought he was always. I think for Italy, he's he, he's shown you know decent efforts, and with Chelsea, I think I think he was pretty good. Maybe you know you could say it was it was system, but. I, I think he's been de- – I mean, what do they want, right? Like, that's always the, the first question I ask is how much do they want because that's really the only thing that matters. I mean, uh, in this situation, we're in a tough position. We've been harping on this so many different times. Um, you know, and the next, obviously, is going to be thoughts. Thanks, Nilesh. I appreciate you answering. You're always answering, giving questions, whatever, but and supporting me, but – Thoughts on Chiesa, same thing. It's like, okay, I know they were talking about it on IFTV. 
40 million or 50 million but it's like where are we getting the 50 million from like it's yeah we got no money and you got another winger coming to the squad so it's like maybe okay you get rid of douglas costa then you can maybe talk about it but then it's like i don't know um for me that that one game he played today is not gonna sway my mind um you gotta buy the needs of the team over talent yeah because we already bought talent Exactly, and and I think and I think we don't need we need we need to fit the pieces of the we have the you know we have the shiny pieces. Now we just need the utility pieces that make the rest of the the the, the machine work. Yes, true. You got your your V twelve engines in there. You got your your gold plated transmission, whatever. Now we just need a couple nuts and bolts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to make this vehicle run, so there's no point in going and getting other, you know, another, you know, shiny piece when uh, you, you might not have the funds in the bank to go do so. So, I mean, it's a tough ask. We're like I said, we're 10 days away. We'll see how this develops. Who knows? Is this just, I know he's been, uh, apparently he's been wanting a move away. So that's kind of spurred uh, the talks about who's, who's going to get involved. And then obviously, Juve's always had his name on, on, on the radar. So we get linked in whether that's true or not. Um, I don't know. Milan's also been, been talked about a destination, but uh, for us, I don't see, I don't see it. I don't see us going ahead and giving that money for a player that we essentially don't need. I mean, sure. You could say he's going to be a, a player who's going to give us um, extra quality, but, what happens? What happens if he turns into Bernardeschi again? Like you know, he just, yeah. he, you know, he 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 doesn't. He's a great player initially, but he just doesn't fit into that system. And then he has a couple bad seasons. Like that's what I worry about as well. You go to spend this kind of money. What what uh, what happens if he's on the bench, right? And and that's like that's what he's gonna have to accept, right? We we got to remember we have Kulusevski in. Now, if you're going to say, okay, well, we move him back to the midfield, okay, well, who else is getting the shaft because of that, right? Is Ramsey going to the bench? Does that mean Dybala's not starting? Like, so it's like a, it's, it's a domino effect of, okay, it's not just as easy as, okay, he's a great talent. And I know a lot of people have that argument. You always pick the best talent out there. You always pick the best talent out there. I think there's always going to be plenty of talent, whether you're talking hockey, football, whatever, Calcio, whatever it is, there's always plenty of talent. Well, your job is, is to being able to build, a, obviously with a formation you want and build all with the right pieces, you know, to have squad depth in, in those positions to play the, the way you want to play. So that's just me. Um, I know you commented on that that that, uh, post but if you want to tell everybody what your thoughts are uh, so the reason I think why we want Kiesa is to have him as a right right middle or right wing back however you want to call it same position that he played today against Inter Um, so if if you think about it if, if you look at our squad yeah the only player that doesn't have a direct replacement is Cuadrado. 
you can say the Chiglio, but no, not really. If right. you look at how Pirlo plays, Cuadrado is always at the front right. most of the time, being an attacking wing back, and the Chiglio is not going to be doing that. No, that's why the Chiglio was playing the left. He came in for uh, for uh, Frabota because yeah. that that left wing back is the one that is the defensive one. Right. When they go back to defense, you have that left back, you have Chiellini, then you have Bonucci, and then you have Danilo yeah. as the right the right back. Right. So so he 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 would be the replacement or the starter as yeah. the right right wing back. If we pay that kind of money, it's he's going to be probably a starter. Um, so does and that I, I make... think that's that's the reason why I think we want him. So then do you put would... so do you put so then do you get rid of Danilo and like put nope. Quadrado on the on well I guess we'll need him now, but what happens when um I know we have this is the formation now, but what happens when Delic comes back? You know what I'm no. saying? Yeah, so Danilo goes to the bench when uh Delic comes back. Um Quadrado goes to the bench and yeah. he would be Cuadrado could also play as a uh, forward, You're right? As a replacement for anybody at the front. Yeah. To be honest with you, because Cuadrado can play any position if he wanted to, not not center back or anything like that. But yeah, he could be deployed as a left wing back, as a right wing back, as a forward, as a ten, and he could he could do he could cover, you know. Yeah. Um. So he he would be a utility player in my in my opinion. And Chiesa would be the starting right wing back. Obviously, we would have to get rid of Douglas Costa, and so Cuadrado could basically come in and be, I guess, that that super sub. I guess you can call yeah. it that way. That's how I think Juve is thinking right now. If they sign Chiesa, no, I think that that, that makes perfect sense. Um, I just I don't I think I'm just not wrapping my head around it because I'm not sure if I like this style like it it, it looks good but you know the moving pieces seem to only be a temporary thing because um, the situation we're put in right now obviously not having delict and then you know having only certain left backs and and Dybala's hurt and so and so's hurt so. Uh, that's kind of like I'm not sure if is this permanent. You know, I'm thinking in my head: is this a permanent move or is this just kind of on a temporary basis till we see uh, you know our starters come back? But we'll have to wait and see, guys. Uh, big yeah. game ahead tomorrow. Um, I want to thank Felix for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you for all thank the questions, you for guys. Me. Yeah, no, no, anytime, anytime. We're sure to get him back. Um, I got to get all the original guys. It's been so difficult, you know. <laughs> getting all these new names and then, you know, bringing some names that have been at the beginning. But I, I love, uh, uh, I love bringing the old guys back because uh, it's, it's, it's how it all started. Um, and if it weren't for them giving me their time, this wouldn't have been as far. I mean, we're already uh, jumping past 40, almost at 50. So uh, this is within less than a year. So I, I got to give credit to all of you guys for participating and always giving me your time. And, yeah, guys, if you want to join, let me uh, send me a DM. Um, continue watching on all the platforms. Get those views up. Get those subs up. Please do me a favor. Um, 
it really just helps motivate me. And, you know, as much as everybody talks about, you know, followers, this, that, and, and really it's just for the love and, and getting to talk to you guys and um, seeing you after, you know, a little bit of time. It's always nice talking even before the show or after the show. Uh, but yeah, just for motivation, validation, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, I'm doing something right. Sure. That's why I always say drop a car. If you didn't like something, you know, someone was even commenting about, you know, the sunburn I had on my face because I wear my glasses at work and I work outside. I said, that's fine. That's fine. I don't take it personally. I'll throw a little quick joke or a sly thing. If I think it's malicious, I'll probably, you know, say something back, but uh, just, yeah, comment, whatever you got, you know, questions, topics, whatever you guys want to hear. I'm always down to, and if you even want to collaborate, let's do something. Uh, send me a DM. So uh, we just want to have fun here. Uh, talk Juve, talk about the games, talk about the transfers you know, take away from our daily lives and our daily grinds and uh, just have a good time. So again, like I said, thank you, Felix, for coming on. Many more to come. And guys, follow at all the the the, uh, the usual platforms, obviously YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Um, I think we got Amazon just recently. Tune in as well if you, if you guys uh, use that app. Um, but yeah, just it'll all be on there. If you follow or no, turn your notifications on, they're going to be in your feeds of whatever platforms you use or follow or subscribe. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it guys. We just keep rolling on from here. Uh, I'm going to try and get Roman on. This is, this could be a little bit tricky. He has been under the weather uh, from UV therapy, but uh, we'll see if he can make it happen. If not, we'll get him on in the future. Um, but uh yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, we, uh, I got to give that Del Piero jersey away. I still haven't done that. <laughs> this came to my head. But we're definitely going to get that away uh, to someone lucky um, if they haven't been chosen already. Um, it's not like I've said that once or twice. But, guys, welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys uh, so much for, for all the support, as always. And as always, fino alla fine, forza Juventus. Ciao, guys. Ciao.